host of the Life After Life podcast. I want to invite you to become a patron of the podcast. For just five euro per month, you will get ad-free content, video episodes, exclusive events and discounts throughout the year as a thank you for your support. Check out the link to my Patreon page in the description box attached or go to Patreon and search for Life After Life with Sandy Burns. Hey, 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 everyone, and welcome to another episode of Life After Life with me, Sandy Byrne. Now, in this episode, I want to delve into something that, you know, yet again, I assumed that everyone was aware of, and I took it for granted. But I find myself explaining it again and again. So I wanted to put it out there for you to think about, okay? And what I want to talk about today is reincarnation and our soul group, okay? Now, I'm not asking you to believe in reincarnation. You know, I'm not going to put my beliefs on you, but I'm just asking you to give it some thought. You know, personally for me, I have no doubt that it is an option for everybody, but I understand that it's something that not everybody will believe in. You know, I come from a very spiritual family. You know, there's a lot of readers in my family. So it was just second nature for me to believe in an afterlife you know, and of course in reincarnation, um, you know, but it was really when I went to London to study numerology some years ago that I realized that not everyone had even considered this as a possibility. You know, it just wasn't on my uh, radar at all. I thought everybody just believed in this automatically. Okay, my bad. But I'm going to talk about soul groups and numerology a little bit later. But first, I want to explain to you the way that I see reincarnation. Okay. And I say the way I see it because everybody's going to have a different take on it. I'm telling you the way I see it as told to me by my spirit guides and what I've learned through reading spirit for all these years. Okay. So we all know this. When we cross to the spirit world, okay, we'll be reunited with our loved ones. And then we will spend some time with our spirit guides going through our life. Okay, life review, as some people call it. You know, we review the things that we did, the things that we shouldn't have done, the things we, we should have done, the things we could have done better, you know, all of this kind of stuff. And after all of this, okay, and don't forget, you know, we have to do this because, you know, being here on earth as a human being, okay, or being in spirit as a spiritual being, every part of this is part of your spiritual journey, okay, and we are here to improve ourselves. So in order to do this, we need to know what we've been doing wrong. Nobody's going to judge you in the spirit world, okay, you have to judge yourself. They'll show you the key points of your life, you know, and key decisions that you made, and you will decide, you know, was it the right one or the wrong one and all of this, okay? Now, this whole process of improving ourselves and learning from our earthly experience and what we do learn from it and what it brings to us, 
That's something that I've covered in the past, okay, in episodes 27 and 41. So I'm gonna put links to these episodes in the description box attached if you want to learn more about that at this point. But suffice to say for the purpose of this topic that we're discussing today, very few of us will be perfect beings on our return to spirit, okay? Therefore, we are going to need to work on ourselves. However, first and foremost, when we arrive back to spirit, we will need to heal and we'll need to build ourselves up from our time here on earth. So therefore, we will all need to spend time in the spirit world before we get to a point where we need to make a decision. And what is that decision? Well, that decision will be, do we stay in the spirit world and develop further spiritually by doing work over there? Or do we return to earth through reincarnation to develop more here? Okay. Okay, so I'm gonna go further into it. What do I mean by this? Okay, so I'm gonna take, for example, someone um, like Ted Bundy, okay? He was a serial killer. So obviously, he had a lot of developing to do, you know, on his return to the spirit world. He wasn't able to progress spiritually until he had, you know, learned from the life that he lived here. Now, I've no doubt, no doubt that somebody like Ted Bundy would have an epiphany in his return to spirit, you know, that he would um, have said, oh my God, you know, was that me? Did I do all these things? You know, because he was a victim of, you know, the confines of his body and he had a mental illness. Okay, I'm not saying it's right, but that wasn't his spirit soul that was doing it. That was his physical body. Okay, so on going back to spirit, he will go through all of that stuff. Okay, and there will come a time when he has to make a decision. Okay, because he will have to develop spiritually and he will have to atone for the things that he did wrong. So will he choose to stay in the spirit world to develop further there? Okay, that could be in the shape maybe of him being somebody who has to meet murder victims as they arrive over to the spirit world, that he has to help them in the spirit world to deal with what has happened to them and why they had to go through this. Okay, or does he choose reincarnation? You know, does he choose to come back to earth and live another lifetime? you know, where perhaps he himself might become a victim of murder, or perhaps he is a family member of someone who was murdered, okay? Either way, he will have to atone for the wrongs that he has done during the lifetime that he spent here as Ted Bundy, okay? It just depends on which decision he makes, okay? And these decisions are only made in consultation with our spirit guides our guardian angels and our soul group. Okay, which brings me on to the next topic, which is the soul group. Or some of you may have heard this referred to as a soul family. Okay, and what that is, is it's the idea that basically we spend each of our lifetimes, and that includes our time in the spirit world, with our soul group. So we're encountering the same souls in each stage of our development, whether it's earthly or whether it's spiritual, we have the same souls around us. So don't worry, you will be reunited with your loved ones. However, 
each time you live a lifetime with them, although they are the same souls, they may not necessarily be playing the same roles. Okay, so what I mean by that is that someone who is your brother in this lifetime could be your niece in another lifetime. Okay, someone who's your father in this lifetime could become your auntie in another lifetime. Okay, they're the same soul, but because they need to have a different experience of life, you know, each time we come back, we experience a different side of life and that helps us to develop spiritually. Okay, therefore we take on the different roles. Okay, so this soul group will be with you throughout every lifetime, including your time in the spirit world, because they're your support network and they will help you to make decisions in life and in spirit. So when the time comes for you to decide if you want to be reincarnated to live another lifetime, they won't just help you make that decision as to whether or not you should be reincarnated, but they will also help you to decide on what challenges you will take on in your next lifetime so that you can develop spiritually. Okay, now we're not all Ted Bundys or Cleopatras or anything like that. Okay, sometimes it's the smaller things that we need to um, relearn every time we're reincarnated. Okay. And every time I do a psychic reading for someone, part of the reading that I give is a numerology forecast that I prepare myself, okay? Now, numerology, some of you may have heard of it before, but it has a huge, huge basis on Pythagoras' belief in the afterlife, okay? So some of you will remember our old friend Pythagoras from school. Okay, so he wrote the mathematical theorem that we all learned and lost sleep over probably. <laughs> okay, um, it was about a right angle triangle, if I'm remembering right, and um, about the square of the hypotenuse being equal to the sum of the squares in the other two sides. Okay, that's about as much as I remember now. Don't ask me to calculate it, but I do remember learning this in school. Not sure why I needed to know it. I don't, I can't actually put my finger on any point in my life where I've needed that, but I'm sure had I done engineering or something that would have come in handy. Anyway, the same guy that wrote this theorem, he's the same guy who invented numerology, okay? He's an ancient Greek man. He lived more than 2000 years ago. And, you know, he had a great belief in the afterlife in astrology, you know, as well being a scientist and a mathematician, he had all this spiritual beliefs. So putting together what he knew about the science of numbers and what he learned when he studied astrology, he devised this system of numerology through which we can see the cycles that we live in our lives. Okay. Now a full numerology report, which I don't give with a psychic reading, I just use it for the forecasting tool. But the full numerology report contains huge amounts of information, okay? But one thing that I do include, even when I just use it for the forecasting tool, is what Pythagoras called a life path number, okay? Now this life path number, you may have heard it referred to as a soul plan, you know, as a lucky number, you know, there's lots of different things that people, an anchor number even, there's lots of different things that people call it. Pythagoras called it a life path number. And this life path number gives us a broad outline of the opportunities, the challenges and the lessons that we will encounter in this lifetime. 
So in short, it's a summary of the challenges that we agreed to take on when we came back to this earth through reincarnation. So before we came back, we sat down with our spirit guides, our guardian angels and our soul group. And this is what we decided would be our list of challenges for this lifetime or this reincarnation. Okay. And you know, when I give people their numerology forecast as part of the reading, some people will be curious. A lot of people won't, but some people are curious. And because numerology is based on cycles, so I'll tell you where you are on your cycle. So some people take that and they count back to their birth date to see if they started on a number one. Okay, number one being the beginning of a cycle. And when they see that they didn't, they come back to me to tell me that I've made a mistake. Okay, but there's no mistake. Because if you start this lifetime at the beginning, okay, the number one, it means that this is most possibly your first lifetime here on Earth, whereas the majority of us have been here before. So we won't start our life on a one year. It could be a four year, a seven year, you know, so on and so forth. You know, it is complicated. I don't want to get too much into it because I'm not trying to teach you numerology here in this podcast. But I just want to explain to you that even if you don't believe in reincarnation, you know, the idea of reincarnation and the possibilities that it opened up for you will still be reflected in your numerology, your astrology, your soul group and so on. Okay, there's so much to it. Um, but I do just want you to give it some thought, you know, about the possibility of you having been here before. You know, I totally get it. I know it's confusing and it might be too much detail for some of you to, you know, delve into or to take in. But understanding your soul group might help you to understand that feeling you get when you meet someone, you know, for example, maybe the love of your life. You know, um, when you feel that you've known this person forever, you know, you've ever just met somebody and think, you know, I've met you somewhere before or I know you from somewhere. Well, there is a really, really good chance that you have known them forever because you've already lived a lifetime with this person in another time and another place. Okay. So the feeling of deja vu, as we'd call it, you know, you have met this person before or you have experienced this feeling before or you, you know, you recognize something from somewhere else because, yes, you have experienced it. OK, I hope this explained it and hasn't that it hasn't confused you a little bit more. OK, and that you understand now what I mean when I'm talking about your soul group. Okay, and you know, past life regression is a great way to find this out. I did past life regression once when I was working in Canada and, um, you know, a lot of stuff that, you know, was confusing to me in this lifetime, certain things that have happened to me in this lifetime, you know, were explained through that past life regression, the session that I had. And as it happens, I was actually in a past life, one of my past lives. I was actually married to the same man that I'm married to now. There were a completely different set of circumstances, but it explained why things turned out this time the way that they have turned out. Okay, so it's so interesting if you have, you know, if you've ever wondered about it or whatever, you know, past life regression is a really interesting way of finding out some of those facts. Okay. 
So I hope that you enjoyed this episode and, you know, I hope that you learned something about your soul group and maybe even a little bit more about reincarnation. So thank you for listening and I will see you in the next episode of Life After Life. So until then, take care and stay safe. Discussing everything.